Hey, Hoagie's Garage, I'm coming from you from Campfire Bay Resort, Tobe. Yeah, I know, and I'm sitting in my kitchen with a cast on my hand, so I think you're doing a lot better than I am. <laughs> uh, Tobe, let, maybe we should just talk about that a little bit. What, what well, actually... We, we really don't have to, did, but... <laughs> I mean, I could tell the story if you want to, but I think it would be best if it came from you. Well, let's just say Tuesday night they had the 410 and 305 show in Rocky with the street stocks. And somebody, I won't mention his name, got to spinning around too many times on the back of the push truck, not paying attention to where he was, and might have stepped off the side and crashed to the earth. And ended up with the wrist in not such good shape. So, <laughs> And you you tried to tough it out, man. I mean, you, you did the podcast the next day with me, and... You yeah, went to work well, and did everything, and it, it didn't hurt Tuesday night, so I thought I'd go to work on Wednesday, and that didn't go so good at work on Wednesday. And then the wife's like, "Well, you better go into the clinic." I said, "I can't go tonight. We got to do recall." I said, "I got to get some stuff done here and get over to Bud's." They said, "I'll go tomorrow." <laughs> <laughs> priorities, you know, priorities. Absolutely. Well, I don't know if you can hear it, but I got a jet ski that just fired off right in front of me here. So, oh yeah, like, that sucks to be you, but I feel for you. Yeah, it's seriously. There's there's not a. We had a really hard rain shower up here probably about an hour ago, and it's it's like glass. There's nothing oh, out here man. right now. It's absolutely beautiful. So, uh, but anyhow, let's talk about racing. Um, <laughs> Get back to, you know, we're talking the Houston's the A main winners yep. again. And um, unfortunately, I reached out to uh, uh, Mr. Tatnell um, Brooke, several, yep. you know, several different times. And I, you know, I don't know what happened, but I couldn't, I couldn't connect with him to get on for a podcast tonight. So um, that happens, you know, uh, those yeah, race car well, drivers. It's always going to be to try and get everybody together on the same night, you know. Yeah. Them boys are, might be a little busier this time of year than you and me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, way busier than me right now. Um, well, yeah, I, I wasn't going to say that, but I'm glad you did. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to Sean Taylor. I, I honestly do not know Sean well at all. Um, yep. So uh, I think that's going to be a fun one for us, Tobe. And then we've had Brandon yep. Bosma on yep, before. He Brandon actually came, came down to our shop and uh, did it there. And... Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to talking to Brandon yeah. again and seeing how I, how the year's going for him. Yep, yeah, should be. I well, I say it every time. I think it'll be a good show. You bet. So, uh, I guess when we come back, we'll be with Sean's first, right? That's right. All right. All right. We'll be we'll right be back. back. Hey, we would like to thank our newest sponsor, Tobe. Yeah. Husets Speedway. Isn't it great to have Husets back? Oh, it is. What, oh, a, man. what a great attribute to the area. So awesome. So our new sponsorship, um, basically what we are doing is we are going to have a show um, each week after a normal, regular show. Right, Tobe? Yep, yep. Normal show. Try to get the three winners together. Well, not at the same time, but same night, hopefully. And yeah. put together a little half-hour podcast with the winners to see how they talk about their night and... Yep, it'll just be there. a five ten minute conversation. Oh, with, yeah, like uh, we've ever had a five ten minute conversation, but we're, we're not shooting for an hour show yep, or anything. With but each driver and uh, just talk about Husets and how the night went and 
yeah, see how it goes. So, again, we want to thank Houston Speedway for allowing us to do this. Yep. And who knows, maybe it'll lead to something else. Hey, we're here at Hoagie's Garage. Hey, Tobe, how you doing tonight? Uh, I'm not going to complain too much. Air conditioner's working in my house, so it's sitting pretty comfortable. <laughs> That's good. Hey, we have Houston's winter on from uh, Sunday night. How you doing, Sean? Doing good. How about you guys? Awesome. Awesome. So uh, you should be here on vacation. So <laughs> I am, and I'm I'm outside. I just want to remind everybody: if you hear some kids yelling and screaming, we're uh, I'm currently sitting about 20 feet from a lake. So um, this is this is probably the best podcasting available for me right now. <laughs> but uh, Sean, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Who's who do you have in your family, and um, are you married? Are you not? All those things. Uh, well, I got, uh, not married, um, been single for a little while here and, uh, uh, kind of nice like that. Uh, I'm my own boss. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yell at myself if I need to. Uh, no, my, my dad lives here in Sioux Falls. Um, uh, my stepmother, Kathy, and my mom lives down in Dallas, Texas, actually. Oh. So... My grandparents, uh, my grandfather's passed away. My grandma lives here. I got brother and four sisters here, and I got another two sisters down in Texas. So we're kind of spread out a little bit. Big family, though. Oh, yeah, my dad, my mom had me and my sister, and then they got divorced, and, uh, and they both got remarried, and my dad had four more kids, and my mom had another child. So, yeah, I got five sisters and a brother. Yeah. So, yeah, pretty big. You got yeah. So when, when, how long have you been racing, Sean, and what did you start out racing in? Um, well, I guess, oh, I mean, technically officially racing since 2005. Um, my racing career began out at Houston Speedway. So I guess I've been racing out there since, since 2000, 2005, 2006, I think it was. Um, little, when I was younger, we ran, you know, we'd have a, I had a, Tri Z three wheeler and a two fifty Honda and had a two hundred X. So on the three wheelers when we were younger, got up and got up uh, about twenty six years old before I first drove my first hobby stock, and then I uh, was in the hobby stocks for six years, five years, I think it was, and then we moved into late model street stock class. Okay. But we, we have to ask, or I have to ask, we, we've had different guys that run motocross and stuff, and you get on them little open things, them three-wheelers and whatnot, too. Bones broken and such, or not too bad ever? Uh, no, never broke nothing, actually. I, no. I, I, I hit a car on a three-wheeler one time. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and but, didn't uh, break anything. Yeah, well, I well I wrecked the three-wheeler and I wrecked the car, but I didn't, I did, I, luckily, I, I, I it was in the middle of winter. And back in the back of the uh, neighborhood, we had some terraces out back. I was actually racing one of my really good friends. Um, he had he was on his three wheeler, and we were racing back there actually to see who was even going to get back there first. And I come around the <laughs> corner and I grab a couple of gears, and then you know them them three wheelers get moving, you know. Oh yeah. And, uh, I only had front brakes on the thing, and I come up to an intersection in the neighborhood and. Uh, Escort was coming across the way, and I locked up the front brake, closed my eyes, and I uh, ended up hitting him, spun him around the mailbox, and landed up in the ditch. And when I picked my head up, 
fence post was right next to me, so I got lucky. <laughs> <laughs> so, never broke nothing, but yeah, that was uh, that was a heck of a heck of a deal that day. Dad was not happy about the wheeler. Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't make any brownie points with Pops that night, anyhow. Oh, no. You know, he dropped me off at, at my buddy's house on Friday when he come to pick me up Sunday. You know, the forks were bent in half, and you can just about imagine the rest of the front end on that thing. It was not good. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, and that's why we do this. We love hearing all the stories because you guys have all kinds of stories for us. Um Getting into Houston's a little bit. What? Uh, how did it go Sunday for you? Um. Well, actually, you know, Sunday was the first. I built a new car from last year. Um. We actually we ran hobbies there from 06 to 2011. Then I moved up to the street stock class, and we we closed 2016 out um, with a championship out there in the late mile street stock class. And then obviously they were shut down for four years. So I sold everything, and then last year, when they reopened up, I uh, actually went out and bought a used car from a buddy of mine that we all know. And I don't know if you guys know Jesse Ackerman or not, but... Uh, oh, yep, yep, I, I remember Jesse. him. Yeah, I bought Jesse's old car. We went through it, and we ran it last year. And it, uh, it just it was an older car, great working car. I just, I wanted I wanted something new, you know? And yep. so I went up to, uh, 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 what you call it? Up in Minnesota, and we got a brand new um, 2022 medieval chassis built, and built, took all winter building that. And we actually, I missed the first three races, which I've never missed, you know, a race the start of the season ever since '05. I mean, it was something that I had to kind of deal with, you know, parts, getting things ordered for the car this year was just. Oh, the struggle I bet. I mean, and and everything went up. I mean, it, from gauges to whatever you needed to buy. I mean, it was it just everything was thirty, forty, fifty, sixty dollars, eighty dollars more than it was last year. And we didn't get the chance to make it out for the opener, which kind of bummed me out. And I got past that, got everything. We went out for first night, which is about a month ago. And the thing I had a fuel issue problem. So I brought it home after we didn't race that night at all. Didn't even turn a lap in the heat race. And uh, come home, took the, we have a belt-driven fuel pump, took that off. Actually ended up breaking the casting in the vise because we had it in the vise. And then we're about 900 bucks. So I went and bought a used one for, <laughs> went and bought a used one for 200 and put it on. And we spent the next three nights at the track trying to get it to run right. And I just could not get it figured out. And finally, I broke down and bought a brand-new pump which was 900 and some bucks, put it on. And we went out to Hartford, and I had the same problem, guys. I mean, when you pull a drivetrain drive out of a car, build a brand-new car, and then you put the drivetrain, I mean, I'm seriously, like, seriously put everything back in it exactly the way it was. I mean, it just, it just, it was so frustrating. And it ended up being my fault. I ordered a... Uh, when I, bought, when I brought my chassis home, I, I got a fuel cell and a fuel filter from up there at Medieval. Well, looking back at it now, I should have really realized it, but the fuel filter itself was the number eight. It's a half-inch fuel line. So that's what I ran from the fuel cell to the fuel filter and then from the fuel filter up to the pump. And, uh, well, that fuel pump that we run, it's a, it's a Ron's uh, belt-driven pump. I think pumps 12 gallons a minute. 
pole. So maybe we're getting it, enough it, fuel. Yeah, exactly. It requires a five-eighth line minimum. Yeah. So last week I pulled the whole line out, all the fittings, ordered everything up brand new. Between the pump and all that stuff, I spent probably somewhere around. Jesus, like $1,300 just to fix it, you know what I mean? And, and you know, you didn't, one thing about racing, you always learn something. Like, you know, yep. whether it's the hard way, the easy way, the bad way, or the good way. But, yeah, we went out, and it, that thing finally got the, I mean, I mean, when you show up to the track in a brand-new car, and it's been five races, and you haven't even got to complete a lap, you're pretty happy when you go on hot laps and nothing cuts out on you. Right? <laughs> you know? So had a good heat race. Um, got the got the qualified, and then I went over and you know my average, obviously being out there five times and not even being able to complete a lap in a heat race. I already knew that we were going to be starting up on the front row, you know. So um, I think it was my 28th victory out there, and uh, it was nice to it was nice to get out and test a new car out and get a W all in one night. That was great. Oh yeah, especially after what you went through to get that. Definitely. Definitely frustrating, definitely satisfying. Just just for all my, you know, my pit crew and all my sponsors and everybody that's helped me and the people that were calling the whole time. And, you know, you, you have your friends and, yeah, you know, you have your rivals and whatnot. And, I mean, even some of my rivals were over there asking, you know, what is going on with your car? And it's like, <laughs> I cannot figure it out. I mean, it, it just, it was frustrating, but glad that part's behind us. I'm looking forward to this Sunday again. So if, if I knew what was wrong with my car, I would have fixed it by now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things. I mean, it just, you know, if that thing would have came with a 5 eighths filter, I would have ran 5 eighths line, and we probably wouldn't be having that story to tell everybody. Yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. kind of a good story for the people to listen to, though, even though it wasn't that great for you. Definitely. Definitely, definitely entertaining, that's for sure. <laughs> so who, who has been helping you out? Who are your pit guys? Um, well, this year I got a good good buddy that I used to work for back when I was young, way younger, Trent Weber. He's out of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Works for Midwest Excavating. Uh, he basically tinkers with everything under the hood as far as, you know, just double-checking over everything. And then, he, you know, he comes in Sundays and he just comes in. At the, I mean, he meets me out at the track. Um, another good buddy, Josh Process. Actually work with him at my job. I work down in Waterbury in Sioux Falls in the HVAC department. Um, he's he showed up this year, and then a long time high school, elementary, middle school. Basically, one of my best friends, DJ Jones, from Sioux Falls. Here, he uh, he's been he's been there, you know, every week getting things done too. So it's a collective bunch. Um, got a little bit of a rowdy bunch. Trent tries to keep us all in order, but. Sometimes he has his hands full, so uh, none of us are married, so it's kind of it's kind of an old people's thing. We're we're old, but we're not married no more, so it's uh we're we're just trying to live our best life, guys. Hey, that works. All right. Exactly. Um, what what do you like about Houston's the track and stuff? I mean, you like the close quarters, or um, well, I guess my dad took me there when I was a little kid, um, and just from that. From back in the day, I don't know if you guys remember Marty Barber. Oh yeah, oh yeah, or, or David Kruger. Yep. Um, Marty's Marty's uh, my my good friend DJ that pits for me. It's his uncle, and uh, he he's from up in the neighborhood up here in northeast corner. Sioux Falls up in Norton Acres, up by Bargain Barn up there, and 
I remember going going to track and watching you know the seventy five machine come from the back all the way to the front, driving yep. to somebody's door, and send to the back, come back to the back, <laughs> go back to the front, spin somebody out, get sent back to the back, and come back and win it. And Marty just Marty, you know, for when you when you're a little kid, you know, and up there in the neighborhood back in the day, they didn't have blacktop roads up there. It was gravel roads. And I remember yep. several times Marty leaving the neighborhood, blowing by us, and we'd be on our bikes, and he'd go by on the truck and trailer and just dust us with dust all over us. Like, <laughs> but uh, just that—that that really kind of got it there for me. That I'm—I'm not—I love racing. You know, any kind of thing you want to race is fine with me. I'm not a huge, huge sprint car guy, but the late mile street stock class in itself has been something special to me. Since I was a little kid, I never ever dreamed that I'd ever have an opportunity to even race at Houston's. And when that when that happened, it was you know pretty much I gotta gotta go ahead and blame that on my good buddy DJ. He uh he got a car and he went out there, and I was like, well, we used to race three wheelers together, and if he can do that, I know I can do that. <laughs> so I uh yeah it's and when I got you know when I got to to go into the street stock class. That I never even thought that was ever even. I never even. It never even crossed my mind that I would even drive one one day. Um, some of the guys that we got to go out there and race with them years that I, you know, the, a lot of the veterans are gone now. But uh, when I went into the class, I mean, you know, he, Gary Brown Jr. I mean, he's won in Houston. I think it's seventy four times. Oh yeah, a bunch. I, yeah, I mean, Darren Cortles, Craig Hanish, you know. Yep. You know, Dan Jensen, Howard Bartman, Eric Mosier when he was in the younger years there. Um, he's getting up there. I think I might even be a year older than him. But, uh, you know, them them guys really, really showed me at least, um, you know, uh, what you know what to expect. When you when you bring your – when you come up to the late mile street stock class, um, them, them guys right there showed you – it just isn't out here rubbing, you know, running into people. I think, and I even remember mentioning it Sunday night, that in the five years that I raced with all them veterans before the track got shut down for them four years, I think I only went through two tires and one rim in five years there. That's how yep. that side-by-side action, yep. you know, them guys, you know, and it just, the way the, the bar was hell, you know, the bar was high, and you got you to gotta keep, the bar raised that high. Um, it just they, they 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 basically showed us how it's done, basically. Absolutely. Yeah, no, that class puts on a lot of good races. Oh, I week mean, in and week out, they do. You know, we got a lot of. If you look at the class now, you got a couple old veterans still sitting there. I mean, you know, I'm not even Sterwald's a veteran. I'm not going to say he's old. I don't know if he's listening or not, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Jensen, nobody's listening right now. But they might later. <laughs> all right, Dan Jensen, uh, Dan Jensen, Sturwald, you know, Craig Hans hasn't got to get out there this year. I know he'll be back for sure next year. But you, if you take them veteran drivers, put them to the side, and then you got Corey I, Zach Olivier, yep. Lean, you know, and Mosier sitting there. And then if you really look at the rest of the field, I mean, other than Tim Dan, I guess, um, it's just either newbies, first years, or second year drivers. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what we need. We need young boys. Oh, yeah. You got to have the new ones coming. 
Definitely, you know. And there's growing pains, you know what I mean? Like, some of these kids haven't even driven in any other class ever, and they just decided to come out and hop in the late mile street stock and give her a whirl, which is great, you know. But, yep. come, you know, with that comes, you know, damage and car parts and all that other fun, loving stuff we love to do so much of. <laughs> so, but, yeah, it's uh, that to go out there. When I roll out there and it's 70 some degrees out and you roll up, you're coming in at the top of the track and you look down and see that black dirt and it's nice out. It just gives me goosebumps every time I roll. <laughs> there well, ain't that's... nothing like being next to a concrete wall, you know, 80 mile an hour heading off in the corner, you know, on a Sunday night. Just, it just, that's it for me, guys. I mean, it, you know, <laughs> there ain't much nothing else going on. You know, I, I had a lot of people say, well, Sean, you know, why are you wasting all your money and, you know, all your time in life racing this, that? And I, and I told it, you know, I, I, my answer is really simple. I was out of racing for four years unwillingly because they closed over here. And I ain't got any more money now than I did then. Yep. <laughs> you spend it somewhere, don't you? <laughs> what that? You always spend it somewhere. Oh, for sure. I mean, if I go fishing, they ain't giving me a check when I leave. Hopefully you get a couple meals out of the deal if you go fishing. Right, you know, you go throw some darts, they ain't cutting you a check when you leave there neither, like, you know. No. Yeah. Everybody's got their thing, and, and just racing's just, racing's it for me. I mean, that's, you know, gotta love it. You, some days, Corey I is a very, very good friend of mine. Um, he actually lives up in the neighborhood, a couple blocks from my grandparents. And he's had a rough year, even though he's had a couple wins. I know he's had several problems under the hood. And at one point this year, we both looked at each other and like, man, this year can't get over soon enough. Like, <laughs> but uh, it was pretty sweet to go out there and race with him. Um, I told him afterwards, I was like, I really don't like racing with you too much. You know? <laughs> so, but uh, he, uh, you know, that that's one guy right there that'll help out anybody. Also, I mean, Corey I's definition of uh, you know what sportsman's all about. I mean, that man helps out. Everybody in the class, from rebuilding their transmissions to letting people come use his tire machine. I mean, he he just it just hands down class act for him. So that's awesome. Got, yeah, that's what that class. you see that a lot in racing. We've said that before on this show. You know, you get that racing family that they stick together, they help each other out all the time, and it's just something great to see. Oh, definitely. And there's a there's you know our class. You know, you call up across the country, you order a carburetor, you tell them you want a new shock package, for, and then I always say, what kind of car are you, what kind of car are you racing? And you tell them, well, it's a late model street stock, and then they automatically think street stock and a different kind of street stock, so they're yep. all trying to tell you about this, that, and the next thing, and it's like, no, time out here, boys. We're on a <laughs> 500 horse on methanol with 360 cubic inches, the limit, unlimited compression on some, you know, some Hoosiers, so... A little bit different than your average, you know, they call them street stocks. Probably yep. everywhere, but uh, it's a special class. Art Nordstrom again coming up with some bonus money. We actually won that race last year, so it's kind of cool we get to come back and win again this year in that, that race. I like, I always like taking Art's money, it's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, taking anybody's money is a good thing, yeah. yeah that, that too, so, who are, who are your sponsors? Um, well, I tell you what, there's so many of them. I got a list. I actually went in my bedroom and you guys 
how I talked to you earlier. I had to go get a shirt out because there is so <laughs> many on here. It is ridiculous. But uh, um, there's a list. I don't know if you want me to start naming them off. Read them off. You bet. We want them. All right. Well, we'll start with Titsy's Outer Repair. Sonder Titsy out of Sioux Falls up on North Cliff Avenue. She's an absolute sweetheart. Uh, Monty Patterson over at the High Ho Tavern here in town. Um, Jack Hooner Fabrication, good buddy of mine. Uh, Custom Graphics, Jason does awesome work with the vinyl. I think he wanted to do, I wanted to do some Playboy bunnies on the car this year. We come up with $100 bills. So that's what he ended up putting on the car was $100 bills this year. I got a lot of grief about that, but that's okay. Um, Seth (laughs) up at Eisman Homes. We got um, actually Justin Clark, Custom Powder Coating. Out of Sioux Falls here. He's our flagman out there, but he just opened up a new powder coating business. Actually powder coated my frame for me this year. Did a great job. His wife's stuff. She's amazing. Um, C2C RV Transport. Fast offering. Uh, Jared Roach at Extraordinary Friends Company. Um, Affordable Autos. Actually, Craig Manish from CNH Radiators. Craig sponsored me radiator this year. Good guy that he is. Um, a good friend of the family, Bob Jacobson. Um, both these roll-off service, Melissa Bolte and them guys, they've been with me since 2007. That's how long they've stood by me. You guys are outstanding. Um, Brandon Spirits, food, wine, and liquor right there. And Brandon, Dave, he's been with me just as long. They've been with me. Both them two have been with me and have not left since 2007. So that's awesome. Hats off to them guys. Yeah, Lind- Lindbergh Transmission here in Sioux Falls. Hill up there is a heck of a guy. Um, my two good friends, Mel. Let's see here. Lawn Snow Company, LLC. Mel and Bill. Um, they own that place. Some guys, I can tell you what, they're, they're fun to be around as well. Uh, my mom down in Texas helped out a little bit this year. Uh, we got North Star Pub and Grill. Dakota Land Express, LLC, with John Townsend. I just got to give him. He actually owns my car from 2016. That is actually the 65J. It's actually driven by Whitrock, Jeff Whitrock right now in Sioux Falls. He uh, come aboard. John Townsend brought Dakota Land Express aboard this year. Been racing cars for three years. Hasn't had a heat win or a feature win trophy to show for it at all. And I got to get him that the first night out in the car this last Sunday. So he's really excited about that. A uh, really good friend of mine, Jim Ross from the corner pub in town. Jim's been with me since 2007 as well. Uh, Randy Haber of Genesis Auto Works. Uh, Buck Wilson with Precision Drywall. And Dale Furby, Furby's Auto Repair. Um, the guy that does the motors under the hood, I bought this one from Jesse, obviously, last year. And I took it to a good friend of mine, Sean Kennedy. had him take it apart and freshen it up, and that thing flat out runs. So. Awesome. Pretty excited. Them, them soon as you got enough, as soon as you got enough fuel to it, anyhow, it runs. <laughs> right. Definitely. No fuel. Otherwise, you're going to have a problem. All right. Um, Hey, we'll get into our rapid fire questions here. Tobe, you got those up? Yep. You go ahead. All right. So, easy one to start out with. What's your favorite flavor of ice cream? I'm going to have to go with Oreo. Oreo, that works. A good Oreo Blizzard from DQ. Yes, definitely. Um, cat or dog person? Dog. Do you have any hobbies other than racing? Um, love football. All right. Do you have a favorite movie? 
Favorite movie I probably had to say probably Goodwill Hunting. That's a good one. That's a good movie. Um, what's the first thing you drink when you wake up in the morning? Uh, usually gonna be some uh, some of them orange rock stars. Okay. Um, you prefer snow or rain? Snow for sure. <laughs> have you I ever <laughs> have you ever listened to a podcast before? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Been right. part of them, listen to them. All right. Uh, favorite place to go out and eat? Uh, Texas Roadhouse. Oh, and damn buns. You just about don't need to eat your meal by the time them buns are done. Oh, I tell you what, they're so good, and I love them because then you can eat a 10 million of them and still have enough room. <laughs> um, you got a favorite holiday? Uh, I like Christmas. It works. Um, what app on your phone do you use the most? Probably Dirt Vision. Okay. Um, what's your favorite thing to eat? I gotta go with steaks, guys. All right. Yeah, well, likes the Roadhouse. Gotta like steaks if you go there. Right. Well, you don't have to, but. <laughs> how many How many speeding tickets do you have? I'd probably say three. Oh, nice low number. Yeah, I, I and, get away with quite a bit. <laughs> and and in the same token, then what's the fastest you've ever driven on the highway? On the highway? Oh boy, I don't know. That's a good one. I'm 43. I'm sure I had. A, I was in a Camaro once. I did 170. I <laughs> there, to 170. There you go. <laughs> well, that's getting her up there. Right. Yeah, um. What's your favorite drink? What's your favorite thing to drink? I have to say Wait. my favorite, favorite thing. To, are we talking alcohol? Are we talking regular, just regular drink? Anything Whatever you, you like. Uh, Both, either uh, one, we don't care. A nice, cold, tall glass of ice with a Coca-Cola Classic in it. There you oh, go. Man after my own heart, although I, I, I lean towards Pepsi myself, but when they're ice cold, you can't beat them. Right. And last one, if you could own any car in the world or pickup or whatever, what would you want? If money was not an object, what would you go buy? I would have to go buy a toter. Uh, okay. A toter. A nice, nice way to get to the track. Nice way to go across country. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Hey, thanks uh, for coming on, Sean. Is there anything else you want to mention before we let you go? No, just uh, thanks for having me on. I appreciate that. And then uh, hopefully I see you guys or hear from you guys next weekend. There you go. Absolutely. Best of luck on the rest of the season. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. All right. Take care. See you, Sean. You too. Bye-bye. Co-op Energy, your tri-state supplier for all your energy needs. Tires for cars, trucks, and tractors, and fuel like farm fuel, gas, and propane to heat your house and all your livestock barns. Co-op Energy even supplies the propane for the propane pusher. Co-op Energy has several convenient stores in towns located near your local tracks. Stop in before the race to get your gas, snacks, and beer. If interested in doing business with CEC, give Randy a call, 712-400-8216. One more time, 712 412- 400 8216 
to set up an account, or you can visit our website at www.coopenergyco.com to find a location near your favorite track. Some of those locations are Wildcat Junction in Larchwood, Jackrabbit Junction in Sibley, in Worthington, the Interstate Sea Store, or the Blue Line Truck Stop. In Lakefield, it's Junction 86. And in Milford, Boji Junction. Stop by and see what they have for you. And we're back at Hoagie's Garage. How you doing tonight, Brandon? I'm doing great. How about yourself? We're doing good. I'm up here on vacation. I'm right by the lake. So uh, poor Tobes just sitting back in his house in air conditioning while I'm about 20 foot from the water. So bummer. <laughs> well, I, I, I wanted to bring this up though. I did think of something here with Brandon. He was the first guy to come to the garage to do a podcast. And now he's on the first night when we're split up like this. Cause Bud thought he had to go away on vacation. So so every time we do something new, it seems like you get involved in it, Brandon. So I, I guess. I, I hopefully that's <laughs> hopefully that uh, that brings good luck or something. Well, yeah. There you go. You know, you get you get on our podcast for winning uh, races at Houston. So now you just need to do that every Sunday. Oh man, if I could do that every Sunday, I'd be one happy happy man. <laughs> everybody else, in the, everybody else in the class would be disappointed though. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I don't think it's a realistic goal, but it, it sure would be nice. No, competition's <laughs> a little too stiff. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, uh, before we get going, Brandon, just tell everybody about who you are, uh, family, all those good things, just so everybody knows a little bit more about you. Yeah, uh, Brandon Bosma. Uh, I live in Rock Rapids, Iowa. Um, I'm engaged to Jess. Uh, we don't have any kids or anything, so we, uh, you know, we're just living life. We get married uh at the end of October, like I said the last time that I was on the podcast, I obviously had to wait till uh, till after after race season. Oh, after racing season. season, absolutely. Exactly. So, um, yeah, we we moved here uh, just over a year ago now uh, from Round Lake, Minnesota. Um, absolutely love living over here in Rock Rapids. You bet. Oh, good, good. So, anyways, well, you've been racing now. We had you on the show, and you actually, obviously, you had a really good night Sunday night at Houston. So you want to tell us a little bit about that race? Yeah, yeah, it was a really good night. Um, we went fifth to third in the eight race, uh, which, you know, is it. that's what matters is you got to get top four to uh, to make the, the heat race invert. So we made that. Uh, typically, you know, it, it's been pretty darn narrow during the heat races, so... Um, we're happy we were able to make that. So that put us uh, starting eighth in the feature. And, uh, yeah, just, uh, I don't know, everything everything went really good. The car was about perfect. Motor ran great. Um, you know, I kind of made all the right, right moves in the car. And uh, coming to the white flag, ended up uh, taking the lead and, and coming home with the uh, trophy at the end of the night. Well, actually, actually, I didn't come home with the trophy. I did end up giving that to a little kid after the races. So we came home with a victory, I should say. Well, you made yourself a fan for life, probably. I, that's that's kind of what the plan was. He uh, he's been coming down down to the pits, I think, uh, for the last four or five races. And uh, the first night, I, I gave him a t-shirt because he didn't have a race t-shirt on, so I figured I better give him one of them. And then uh, I told him, <laughs> I told him uh, if 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 and when I, I get a win and he's there to uh, come down, I'd have a little something special for him. So uh, that was kind of neat being able to uh, to get him that trophy. Oh, I bet he had a smile on his face. 
<laughs> he did, and uh, it sounds like he basically slept with it that night. So <laughs> <laughs> that's absolutely that's, that's awesome. A cool, that's one of them great racing stories. Yeah, yeah you know, uh, uh, Ryan Voss, my crew chief. That's what he always did was gave trophies away. And uh, last time I won, he said, "All right," he said, "It's time to start start giving away." And and I don't have a, a ton of wins, but we're starting to starting to rack them up now. And I told him, I'm like, gosh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm, if I'm quite ready yet. And, uh, you know, I knew, uh, I knew Sunday night was, was the night to, to do that. So, yeah. Yeah. And then when you find out how he reacted, that has to make you feel really good. It's, it, uh, it definitely did. And, uh, you know, I, I kind of told Ryan, I said, it, it makes you feel warm and fuzzy and, and, you know, hopefully I've got a Brandon Bosman racing fan for, uh, for the rest of my life. So you bet. You Absolutely. Bet. That that makes up for the bad luck you had for the few weeks prior. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, it's got to help a little, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. It's a good I, moment. I, I I hope that uh, I hope you know that that karma actually uh, brings that back around and, and keeps keeps the good luck on our side now for a while. Yeah, I agree. I agree. What 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 is it about Houston's that makes you keep coming back there? Or what what do you like about Houston's? Well, obviously the biggest thing is, is it's 25 minutes. So that's, that's super, super nice. Um, you know, it, it, there's a lot of great race fans there, a lot of great legacy and history at that racetrack. And I mean, there's a lot of, uh, I don't know, famous is the word. There's a lot of great drivers that have etched their name into the history there. Um, you know, that's obviously one of my goals is to, you know, say 30, 40 years, right. 30, 40 years down the road, you know, somebody said, Brandon Bosma, you know, I, I hope, I hope that that's a name that people will remember, you know? So that's kind of, kind of the biggest thing that I like about it. Um, you know, I, I do like racing little smaller race tracks is kind of, kind of my cup of tea. Um, but yeah, like I said, the biggest thing is obviously it's 25 minutes away and there's, there's a great legacy and history there. Yeah. So I, I know you're planning on going somewhere, Tomorrow night, you told me, but so give us a little on that, and then what are your plans for the remainder of the year? Any more traveling or? Yeah, so uh, so tomorrow night we're going to go down to Alta, Iowa. Uh, the first crash that I had this year uh, at Houston, it did hurt my motor, so I actually had sent that back out to Pennsylvania, and I just got that back. Um, so put that in the car for uh, tomorrow night to to see uh, see how that thing's going to run, and uh, then tomorrow night is in Alta. We've got Jackson on Friday, back to Houston on Sunday, and then next Thursday morning, uh, we're going to leave to go down to Belleville, Kansas, for the Belleville Nationals. Oh, that's uh, a great big track down there, that, isn't it? That long that one? Is, it is huge, yes. Yeah. <laughs> big would be an understatement, <laughs> uh, but very, very, very cool event, absolutely. Uh, now, it, that, little, that little track in Alta, that, they don't normally run sprints, do they? Is this a special for them, or...? It, uh, so I think we were scheduled for four or six races this year. Okay. Um, so it's, they don't typically run sprinkers there. You know, it, it's not, I guess the, the most fun to probably watch sprint cars. It's, it's a big paperclip is what it is. It's, it's kind of like, yeah. it races kind of like uh, the old Jackson, but yeah. the corners are a heck of a lot tighter. Um, so I think this is, this will be our second race that, uh, we've, we'll run down there this year. I won. Actually, I was fortunate enough to win, uh, win the first show down there. So hopefully we can go down there and, uh, and get another win. I've never been to the track to watch a race. I've drove by it quite a few times because my daughter went to college at storm Lake at BV. 
Yep. So we went. That's why we went down there all the time. So I rode by it a lot, but never actually went to a race there. Well, it's always in the middle of the week. Right. When yeah. You're old like I am, you don't like to go that far away in the middle of the week for a race. <laughs> yeah, and you can't. Uh, if you're going by it, you can't miss it because uh, no. highway is right next. It's right to there. Yeah. <laughs> you're probably gonna get mud through on you almost. Absolutely. So, but no. So we've got uh, we got Belleville up next week, um, and then uh, next month is is kind of open around here. We've got, a, I believe, a couple shows at Jackson. Um, other than that, there's not a whole heck of a lot of racing around here. So no. we'll go down to to, uh, to Eagle, get some more laps down there in preparation for the Eagle Nationals. Uh, that is right away at uh, Labor Day weekend, so the first weekend in September. Um, we made the A-Main last year and just had some bad luck. Uh, ended up breaking a, a pin that holds the rear brake pads in uh, on the warm-up lap for the A-Features. So Hopefully we can lock it in the eighth feature again this year and uh, and go forward from there. And uh, that's going to be pretty darn close to being the end of the year for us then. So you know? when you go to Eagle, the Nationals at Eagle, how many cars come for that weekend? There's typically right around 120 cars that show up there. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, that's enough. It's uh, to, to make the A-Main is, is a feat in itself. So it's, oh, absolutely. Uh, there's a lot of great, great drivers and a lot of great cars that uh, that show up to that race so is that a little bit like you know say knoxville nationals where is it built up points or how do you how do you get to the a main so what they do is uh there's three separate nights your first two nights are your qualifying nights um i believe it's the first or top nine in the a the first night lock into uh the first because they start three wide so uh, three wide, three wide. They Eagle's start. not that big. I was just back down there this spring. That's that's kind of <laughs> wow. It's it's uh, yeah, it's <laughs> it's tight. Um, but I don't believe they've ever had any issues as of yet. Um, starting them three wide, everybody's pretty cautious till they kind of get separated and spread out. Um, yeah, so they they lock the first the top nine in the first night. And then the next nine, the second nights, and then obviously uh, the the last night you come from your you know your main from the B main, in case the top nine, B, C, and B or whatever, and move. Correct, on. correct. Yep. yep. You bet. That's cool. Well, that's awesome. Well, I, have to see if the, I wonder if that is that one on like Dirt Vision or Flow or anything. Do you know? It is on. I'm gonna guess that I know their races have been on Advantage this year so far, but it's typically okay. well, typically on IMCA TV as well. Oh. Okay. But okay. Look, I've never watched a three wide start before. I might have to try and catch that. It's interesting, and it—I mean, it's like I said, it's there's a lot of great cars, a lot of great drivers, and it, it's also a challenge because the way they do their their lineup procedures and points procedures is—I personally don't uh, don't like it. And there's a lot of other guys that that aren't a big fan of it. Um, what they do is is you draw each night, and say if you start eighth in your heat race and you drive up to second you're going to be in the B. So winner goes to the A, second goes to the B, third goes to the C, so on and so forth. So you, like I said, you can start eighth and drive up to second in your heat race. You're still going to be in the B main. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. So a big reward for what you did. It, yeah. It's, it's, that's kind of a bummer, but uh, it, you know, it, it kind of works out. We did that last year. The first night we went from eighth to second. And then that put us front row to, front row of the B so that uh, okay. it works but it's just yeah it's kind of a little unconventional way of doing things I think yeah well, at least well at least it's the same for everybody that's there exactly <laughs> yep exactly so yep. draw is is, uh, is a big part of it for sure yep yep, yep. yep. luck 
the luck of the draw again. Exactly. Hey, Brandon, why don't you give us a list of all your sponsors? Yeah, so uh, recently here, about a month or so ago, I, I got contacted by a gentleman, um, Tender Bison. Uh, they're, uh, they're a company, online company, that sell uh, bison meat. Um, check them out at tenderbison.com. If you ever had never had bison meat, I definitely would highly recommend it. It is an absolute uh, great, uh, great meal. Uh, Pappick Motors in Rock Rapids, Laverne, and Sibley, Iowa. We got Frontier Bank, Broken Arrow Whitetails, Hawk Wings, Ducky's Marine, Reavers Concrete, Trend Salon, Low Buy Trends, ICGC, Last Deck, Momentum Racing Suspensions, Frontier Bank, Team Enterprises, Kaiser Racing Wheels, Superior Bearings and Supplies, Quick Change Rebuild, uh, Myers Racing Engines, and Don Ott Racing Engines. I think I got everybody. Hey, that's... <laughs> That's awesome. It's like you've been on our show before and know that the sponsors are going to be coming on. Well, I may be standing next to my car as well, so that might help a little bit. Uh, yeah, yeah, we keep joking about needing Prevagen to help our brain cells anymore. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, we have to be standing by something too to read it all out. Exactly. Yeah, and Tobe, we're still waiting for all those phone calls for us to come through. So we have sponsors for our uh, own podcast. There you here. go. There you go. <laughs> right, we got a few, so we're started. Hey, that that always helps, right? Yeah. Yep, that it does. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. So you bet. Uh, is there anything else, Brandon, you want to talk about before we let you go? I don't think so. I think uh, I think we kind of covered everything. We're open. Uh, you know, we're like I said, uh, kind of in the interview on Sunday night. We're kind of going into. Uh, for 305 racing the, the month of money so we're looking forward to it i think we've got uh got everything locked and loaded and, and uh you know, hopefully we can uh finish pretty good all right all well good luck tomorrow night and best of luck on the rest of the year and we'll probably see you in the pits for sure if nothing else sounds good thanks guys all right yep, thanks a lot good, brandon yep. yep we'll see you yep bye-bye lester day celebration is friday august 19th and Saturday, August 20th. Start your night off Friday with a rescue squad fundraiser with inflatables and fire truck rides. And there is also going to be a new glow run this year for Friday night. Saturday, start your morning off bright and early with a smoking competition. Get a hold of Buddy Kellenberger for that. At 7.30 till 9, there is a breakfast at the community center. Then the parade is at 10.30 followed by a lunch put on by People's Bank at the Community Center. Live music by the Teals Band. Three-on-three basketball tournament. Face painting, inflatables, 4-H concessions. There's an A&W car show on Main Street. A golf ball release. Cowpie bingo. Also brand new this year is a chuck wagon presentation. There's a kid's tractor pull. The raffle will happen right after that. There is a beanbag tournament starting roughly around 4 o'clock down at the Ball Diamond, followed by a home run derby for kids and adults. And then to cap it all off, there is a street dance by the Caboose. What a great day for the Village of Leicester. And we're back. Uh, hey, great show tonight, Tobe. Yep, another good one. Uh, Deshaun, I like he's, he's a talker. <laughs> 
You know, you some stories for us. It's always funny because I say, you know, I tell them we're going to do a quick 10 minute podcast and I'm, I'm pretty sure Sean's went over 20 minutes, but man, did he have a lot of great stories for us. How he can fall into a vehicle and wreck his three wheeler, not break anything is beyond me. But <laughs> I can, you know, I fall off the push truck, break my arm. And... <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, but yeah, um, you Brandon's know, the, back on the winning ways again. He had kind of a rough couple weeks there. He wrecked a few cars. Yeah, he did. It's it's good to see him get a win because he has definitely probably gone through some dollars this year. So, and yep. you know, Sean, you know, he he hasn't really wrecked stuff. He just hasn't been able to get it to no, go, no. and he had to spend some serious dollars just to get his yep. up and going too. So it, yep. it was good to There's see both problem. of those guys. Yep, they had a good night for a change. So. You bet. Good for them. You bet. Absolutely. Hey, uh, I, I suppose I better let you go. I'm holding you up from your vacation. I'm, you know, I'm going right from here, uh, walking down to my jet ski, getting on the jet ski, and going <laughs> to fly around for a little bit, Tobe. Uh, well, don't be afraid to send me a picture so I can see everybody. Again, tell people <laughs> hi up there. You know, I know most of them. Yep, absolutely. Tobe, in case people don't know, Tobe is basically part of our family. Tobe went with my brother, Jir, when we were at Pickerel Lake. He went up there for how many years in a row, Tobe? Oh, I don't know. It was 10 or 12, probably. When we started out awful young, and then the last time I went, we drove my grandpa's motorhome, so we had to be a little bit older by then. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Um, we miss you up here, Tobe, but, hey, it is what it is. Uh, yeah. You know, maybe we'll get you There's back so up here one of these years. Now. Yeah, well, I made it up there, what was that, five years ago with Hook, or when did I come up there? Yeah, something like that. I don't remember. I can't keep track of years. Unless we ask these race car drivers, oh, when did you start? <laughs> I couldn't answer them questions. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm, so. I'm not, I don't remember those things, so. No, that but, makes two of us, so. That yeah. must be why we get along together good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, gotta give a shout out to, uh, Casey Weirheim. Casey Weirheim is a chiropractor up in Sioux Falls and he is starting, um, his own podcast, Tobe. Uh, oh, we're rubbing off on people? It, yeah. And I honestly, I, I, uh, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. So that's really bad on my part, but, uh, look up <laughs> Casey Weirheim. next week. Look up Casey Weirheim on uh, Facebook, and I'm sure you can find him on there. It's like W, what is it, Tobe? E-E-R-H-E-I-M or I-E-M, something like that. You're so, asking me? Yeah, it's Weirheim's yeah, kind of a tough name. You would yeah. think, you know, their relation, I should know who it is. So You would think you'd know, but. Yeah, and I think I well, do, but I'm probably wrong. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, but hey, okay. that's a wrap. Thanks yep. for listening again. And, and we'll see y'all next week. Absolutely. I'm getting on the jet ski right now. Bye. Hey, have fun. Bye. I'd like to thank Octane Inc. from T South Dakota. They pretty much do a little bit of everything. They are known for their wraps. They wrap golf carts, uh, snowmobiles, um, trailers, sprint cars, hobby stocks. It doesn't matter. Uh, Side-by-sides, they wrap it. Uh, They also do coolers, and they will also do clothing. You can have t-shirts made there. Um, You name it, these guys can do it. I work with Brett uh, Vanderbrink all the time. He is amazing, and I can't thank him enough for how much he helps me.
And if I were you guys, I would definitely check out Octane Inc. You can contact them by calling 605-213-8343. It is 800 East Prescott in T, South Dakota. And again, they're just great people to work with.